Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Soul Podcast. My name is Melissa. And I am Sammy. And we are your hosts. This is a podcast about life. Inspirational stories about facing life's challenges, rising to the obstacles to find happiness, success, abundance, and love. So grab yourself your favorite warm drink, get comfortable, and prepare to be inspired. Uh, so I have my brother Warren here today. We're just going to chat. Actually, we're probably going to chat about, he's had lots of stuff to talk about, so we'll have to have him on again, but we're probably going to chat about his journey to coming out, probably because it's an important topic for everybody that's gone through anything like that, but also because it's an important topic for him. And I don't think I've ever asked him all these questions before. So here we go. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so obviously let's start with when did you come out? Well, to myself was like the hardest one to come out to, I think, obviously, not even just like to mostly just to accept it. And like hindsight 2020, going back and looking at it, being like, there's a lot of things that I should have picked up on earlier as to being like, oh, yeah, I'm not straight kind of thing. But when I finally accepted it was like 10 days before my 20th birthday. Okay. It was was during the flood in the high river and stuff. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. And I think it just ended up happening because it wasn't working, wasn't doing anything because we were living in that random house in Calgary. And so I just had a lot of time for self-reflection. One day I woke up and thought to myself, I'm not going to ignore any thoughts that come from my head. I'm not going to try and dismiss them. I'm just going to let them be thoughts in my head. And that was the day where I came home and I was like, okay, I'm really happy. So I'm gay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's so cool. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So do you I have so many questions that came to mind? I should really be writing notes here, but like you said, accepted it. Like you, like you had to accept it. Like, do you know why that was hard for you? It's a funny thing. Cause like in our household, it was never a taboo thing. Mom obviously had her gay friend growing up all the time. And it was just always a thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was the biggest thing that for me was Growing up, everyone kind of assumed I was and would t- say that I was. Really? So, I mean, you, people like, like in elementary school and the high school and stuff like that, they always be like, are you gay kind of thing? Hmm. And so it's always just kind of a thing to myself, I think, of trying to be like, no, I don't want to be what everyone, the box everyone put me into mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to finally just be like, no, that doesn't matter. You are who you are. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask, do you remember what kind of thoughts came to your head that you had pushed out before that you were now being like, no, this is cool? Uh, No, I don't like obviously remember the exact thoughts, but it was always just like before coming out and accepting it to myself. It was always just, no, no. If I thought a guy was attractive, I would say, no, no, it's appreciation, not attraction to them. Mm. I'm I'm appreciating that's a good looking guy or like reference like a lot of straight men who think Ryan Reynolds is attractive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's kind of what I was like, no, that's what I'm doing. And then finally, I was just like, no, no. Like if a guy went, say, because I think I was working at a shoe store at the time. Should have been a sign. I don't think so. Um, I think I was working there. And I think a guy came in or something like that. And I would have like thought he was attractive. And so instead of being like, no, 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 I'm just appreciative. I'm a good looking guy. I was like, no, no, I think I'm actually attracted to how he looks. Mm. So it's kind of like just little thoughts like that. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. I remember thinking like in high school, because I always thought women were attractive, but I also thought men were attractive. And I was felt more 
physically attracted to men, if that makes sense. But I was like, but I do really find women attractive. And so I remember having that thought, like, could I be a lesbian? And I remember being like, do I want to kiss her? Do I want to like get naked with her? And I was like, no, I don't know. She's very beautiful. Yeah. And I am like, I am pre- like, just like you said, I'm appreciating what she looks like, but I have zero desire to take that further. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where if I saw an attractive man, I was like, I would like to take that further, please. Yeah. And so I'm saying, it sounds like. That's exactly thing. how it is. Like I would look at a woman now and be like, that is a beautiful woman. Yeah. I appreciate that as a beautiful woman, but do I want to do anything with that woman? Maybe be friends, mm-hmm. but it never has been anything of wanting to go further. Yeah. Yeah. No, that so. makes sense. It is interesting hearing different stories because I've got two other girlfriends that one that I used to work with one they're friends with now and they're lesbians and I've asked them not quite in depth, but they're kind of their story, but like what that was like, did they know always or like, did it kind of a realization later? And both of them were realizations later. Yeah. And it's interesting hearing like everybody's a little bit different, right? Mm. So do you feel like there was, it was hard? Like, I know you said it was the hardest to come up to yourself. But what about when it came to talking to friends and family and stuff like that for you? I found there's a difference between friends and there's a difference between coming up with family. Mm-hmm. Friends I always found was easier because one, they're chosen friends. So you kind of choose friends who are already like-minded. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit easier. You kind of understand that they might, they'll have the same mentality as you. So like, they're probably going to be okay with it. Kind of yeah. thing, I think looking back at it, whereas family, you don't obviously choose your family. Your blood family. I yeah, guess. yeah. Family is what you make it. So, like, if they were to reject you, kind of thing, it would be for me because we were close family. Yeah. It would be hard. Yeah. Than losing a friend. Yeah. So, I don't know if there's anyone necessarily harder than anyone to come out to in family terms. Mm. They're all pretty much the same level. Yeah. I think maybe I'd say Josh just because he was the first one. Mm. But. So you guys are really close though too right yeah, so we were I think, together and stuff yeah and i'm sure for him it was like you're you were probably pretty sure it was fine but like yeah oh yeah you never 100 well, percent, right yeah. yeah well it was like we were living together we were working together and so it's like if for some reason it went south mm-hmm. that was going to be tough mm-hmm. but and what i think i remember the story like can you tell the story what what that was yeah what it's actually really funny so i was dating a guy at the time and was never home and Josh obviously recognized that I was never home. Mm-hmm. And so he was probably, like, he was knew something was up. And then I remember one day I was like, hey, can we talk? And I texted to him. He's like, yeah, for sure. And then he came home from work. I hung out for him or whatever. And then he got home and I chickened out and didn't tell him. Can I pause you for a second? Yeah. You said that when you first realized it, it was when you were living in that house with mom. Yeah. So how long after this was it that you were telling Josh? 2015. So two years later? Two years, almost two years later. Okay, so you had known for two years before you chose to tell anybody in your family. Yeah, so I came up to myself in August of 2013, and then I came up to Kirsten. They were the first one in September. Okay. And then I came up to a couple friends here and there. Like I had a couple close lesbian friends who I was like, they were one of the first people who knew. Mm -hmm. And then... I started dating someone in December of 2014 mm-hmm. and then ended up telling Josh, I think in the summer, early summer of okay. 2015. So that was E that you were yeah. with. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Continue with the Josh story. So he no. wasn't home and you chickened out. Yeah. So he came home. I chickened out anyways. So then it was like, I don't know how much longer after that, the guy who's dating came over and we wrote a letter that I was going to leave for Josh mm-hmm. and give to him, leave it on his bed and give it to him. And so then they went home and then I went to bed 
and passed out and completely i thought i was going to chicken out again and take the letter off of his bed before he got home but i ended up just passing out on my bed and didn't wake up until like six o'clock in the morning and i was like oh well it's happened (laughs) so i was a bit stressed did you sit in your room for a little while before you came out he had gone i think i woke up and then fell asleep again Mm -hmm. and then when i woke up fully he had gone to the gym oh so he wasn't home so I was like, I was anxious, like my heart was raised, like, oh my God. And he texted me, he's like, hey, text me about something random or whatever. Just start the conversation. He's like, do you mind if we talk when I get home? I was like, for sure. Yeah. And then first thing he did was give me a hug and stuff like that. I was like, so happy for you and stuff. Super awesome. But a little Did you bit, cry a little bit? No. No. Okay. No. I'm not a big crier. No, I know. But like looking Just back, curious. I'm like, yeah. Definitely like looking back at it, I'm like, ah, that was a really nice moment. Mm-hmm. But well, I didn't know it. Or, oh, yeah. So that day, that night that I left him on his bed and I passed out, he decided, you know what? I'm going to go like this guy's photo on Instagram so that Warren knows that I know. And so... What do you mean? So he had gone through my Instagram photos. And you know, like on Instagram, you can see who likes photos. Like he gives a quick snippet yeah. of who likes yeah. photos. I think it did the same thing back in the day. But anyways, you could see who liked photos. And so this one guy always seemed to like my photos. Mm. And so Josh was like, who is this? And so went to it. And they had a post on their Instagram of me. And it had a hashtag boyfriend in it. Mm. And so Josh liked that photo that night that I left it on his bed Mm. while he was at work. And so we woke up. My ex texted me. I was like, oh, my God. They like to, fo- Josh liked a photo of mine. <laughs> uh, you need to answer me right away. <laughs> like, I'm freaking out. Did you leave the letter? What happened? Yeah. So, and it's just, it's really funny that those nights coincided because he was at work when he liked the photo. So he wasn't even at home yet. Oh, he hadn't even gotten the letter hadn't yet. Hadn't even gotten the letter yet. Did he tell you this later? Yeah. Oh, okay. So after we talked about it, like that that day, he told me that that's why he liked the photo was to be like, maybe I just need to give him like a nudge to be like, like, I, I know, and I'm okay with it kind of thing, you know? Interesting. But Isn't just, that a crazy coincidence, hey? Yeah, so wild. That's so funny. Yeah. So did he say you much else, or he was just, like, proud, of, like, happy for you? That's great. Yeah, and then I was just, like, kind of, like, asked, like, who I was dating and, like, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. so obviously Josh was first, and then how long after that was it for everybody else? For I think mom was next, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mom was next because we were going to Disneyland for my... 21st birthday mm-hmm. and they were coming with us okay. so mom was like as a birthday present i'll book it or whatever to get you guys a discount and you can pick pine back or whatever and so she needed everyone's name mm. and so i had to give it give her his name and when i gave it to her i was like um what did i say oh she asked no she asked me what i was doing that weekend and i said oh hanging out with a friend and she said oh who is it I told her his name. And she's like, oh. I was like, yeah, we're going to a movie. She's like, okay. I was like, we're dating. And she's like, okay. And I remember she was in her purse, like, doing something. And she's like, wait, you gay? I said, yeah. She's like, okay. And goes, like, just like a clarification of a question. Like, wait, is that it? Yeah. Okay, cool. And kept going on, like, as nothing happened. Meanwhile, like, I'm sweating. My heart is racing. I feel like I'm about to vomit. Did she say anything else afterwards? She asked, obviously, about it. And then, like, when we left, because we're at lunch somewhere. When we left, she like gave me a hug and said, I'm so happy and stuff like that for you, whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, I just remember being like me being like freaking out. And then her was just nothing. It was like me telling her my shoe size. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, you're an 11? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That must have been like huge relief for you. Yeah. 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 And then she told. She told me and Mary. Yeah. And then Mary said to mom said to me that Warren wants you to tell everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, I mean, uh, yeah, that was me because I was a chicken and I didn't want to do it. I don't think I specifically asked you, asked for you to do it. I think I, I think it was just like, I didn't want to put that pressure on any person. Kind of, mm. But I was just like, I'm okay if they tell people kind of thing. Oh, mom said to me, specifically me, she said, Warren asked for me to ask you if you'll tell everybody else oh maybe i could have you might have true. i don't remember i mean not if i wasn't fine i have no problem giving information and having yeah. hard conversations so <laughs> i'm sure that was why you were like sammy doesn't mind causing shit like i'll just get her to do it <laughs> there that's fine not yeah. that that's causing shit but yeah you know if she's okay with causing shit then she's okay with saying yeah. this right because i remember mom telling me that and i was like okay cool like he wants me to do that now and and she was like yeah like whenever you see people and i was like okay and I remember going to Lori's house and she had all those pictures of us up on the wall. Yeah. And I was picking up, I think she'd been watching Bayos or something. And so I was picking up Bayos and I was just chatting with her and we were about to leave and I was about to open the door and I saw the picture of you and I was like, oh yeah. I turned around. I was like, I'm supposed to tell you Warren's gay. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, he just wanted it to be official and asked me to tell people. And she was like, okay. And I don't remember much else of what she said, but I just remember being like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. Like, when did you find out? I think it was maybe the question. Yeah. And then, like, telling dad was the best one. Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I just remember he was over at her house and I was like, so, I don't even remember exactly how he said it to him, but I was just like, so, yeah, Warren's gay. And he was like, oh, how does he know? I think is what he said. And I remember being like, I don't know, dad. I'm assuming he kissed a girl and was like, yeah. And then kissed a boy and was like, that was better. Like, <laughs> I have no idea, dad. He just knows. Like, yeah. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it was a conversation. I just remember that. How does he know? <laughs> I don't know, dad. You asked him. <laughs> Didn't ask specifics on it, dad. Yeah. It's so funny, though. Yeah. And then I remember we told, when I told AJ and when Mary told Travis, they were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. And do you feel like there was any like shifts in the way that you functioned in your life that happened once you accepted that for yourself and was totally open with it about I don't I wouldn't say there's any like instantaneous shifts in things I think it's just been over time of growth and realizing like you can be who you want to be kind of. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't have to stick to some societal standard mm-hmm. of either way because I think one of the things that I thought about in my head before I came out and this was my own internalized homophobia at the time, was that people thought I was going to change instantly. Like mm-hmm. my personality was going to become like that stereotypical TV mm-hmm. kind of idea, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, in the time, had it in my mind that that was not a good thing for some reason. To be that stereo? Yeah. Like, oh. I mean, good or bad with it, that's not necessarily a good or bad thing, but nobody wants to be a stereotype, Fair. whether it's true or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Fair. I don't want to be the white person doing the YMCA, but you know what? I love doing the YMCA <laughs> and I'm a white person. So yeah. it's classic. Yeah. It just, and I think, so nobody wants to be that, but we make it bad for no reason. Yeah. Fair. Do you think that any part of your, just because this is how you said it, your internalized homophobia had anything to do with growing up in a small town? I wonder, but it's also funny because like High River isn't also super homophobic. 
Like the I mean, older I generation, definitely. And you do get your randoms here and there that are. But like as a whole, like looking back in our school and stuff like that, like there was never a lot of bullying kind of thing, you know? That's good. That I remember. Like you got this random guys who would say stuff or whatever, but never like intense kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. we had a guy in our school who was gay or bi, I don't remember at the time, but everyone was just kind of like cool. Was he in your grade? He was a couple years younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good that there wasn't any in your grade. There was for sure, but I, I don't, I guess it's not like the TV. It's not like on mm. TV where you see it. Mm-hmm. It's like people are pushed into lockers and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Definitely. I think there was some, there probably was teasing and stuff, which is never, I'm not saying one is better than the other. Yeah. No, I know a girl and she was a teacher in a different country. And she was saying that she's noticed like a big difference in the way that kids treat other kids mm-hmm. who, whether it's they're gay, bisexual, that people are far more accepting Yeah, that she's from what she's experienced in general. You know, I remember kids getting made fun of for everything, Yeah, you know, and that I remember the gentleman that was in, in my grade in grade seven, eight, before he came out, he was very, he was, people always bugged him like, oh, are you gay? Like you're gay. Oh, are you gay? And he denied it vehemently. Yeah. And then in grade nine or 10, when he came up, and I'm sure just like you were saying, you deny it because you don't want to be forced into what you haven't already accepted yet. Yeah. Right. And so I'm sure that makes sense as to why it would be hard because AJ and I were actually just talking about not this specifically, but that idea about like how you, if somebody like tells you something like that you are something and you don't know it yet, it's even harder to then decide that that's who you are when you realize like that's who you are. Yeah. Because now somebody was right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Do you feel like you encounter any, you've had any encounters with any kind of biases or anything like that in life in general? Discrimination Um, or anything like that? Definitely, like, not outwardly. I have friends who definitely have. But me personally, like, people have dropped the F-bombs, like, at us while walking down the street kind of thing. But it's, like, I would say that's the worst that I've ever personally received. Yeah. Isn't it mind-boggling that people can decide that they're... That that's acceptable to I say know. to anybody yeah. of anything. I don't just mean using that word, but any derogatory term towards any human being yeah. for anything. There's like a whole like reclamation of it. Like people in the community do use it, but there's also a discussion in the community where it's like, you don't say it to somebody unless they have given consent to being used on kind of thing, you know? Like jokingly using it? Yeah. Ish, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But like there's people in the community who don't like that word and are like, mm-hmm. no, never use that word. I find it super derogatory. It's like, okay, respect that. Mm-hmm. I won't use it around it, around you, and I would never use it towards you. But then there's also friends who you're like, these are these are my friends, mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So we were just watching a movie the other day and he used that word in it. And I was like, man, this was a good movie until he said and he was saying it like he was saying it in place of loser. Mm-hmm. And so and I was like, oh. This was a good movie till that happened. And then the other character in the movie was like, why did you use that word? Yeah. And and like called him out on it and like started, have you seen this movie? I think it sounds familiar, the scene. If it... Okay. And like, yeah, so like calls him out on it and like starts explaining like why that's a bad word to use. And he's like, I didn't mean it that way. Like I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just, I was just, I was, I just meant loser. She's like, well then say loser next time. Like, yeah. And um, I was like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Great. Um, and there was a few th- scenes, scenes like that for different types of things throughout the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, good. Yeah, good. Great. Yeah. Better movie now. Like, it's not a word that I ever use. My partner and I joke about it, like, with each other mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Mm-hmm. The comfort of our home. But that's the only thing, like, we'd ever do. 
because we again don't don't know what people are yeah. okay with or not right totally yeah but yeah like you see it in uh media and stuff like that and it's always just like that Ooh, ouch that was hard mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's fair that's fair do you feel like if you could go back in time and redo anything about your coming out journey, that there's anything that you would shift? Mm, I don't know. Everyone says like... Outside of the cliche, if I changed it, I wouldn't be where I am. Like, well, that's just, like, throw that's that hard, aside. Right? Like, everyone's like, I would rather go back. I, if I could, I'd go back in time and tell my younger self I was, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, yeah, would that be nice to hear looking back hindsight for sure? But in the moment... I don't think me being that young or being in that area would have appreciated that input. Mm. So it's like hard to say because people told me all the time that it's okay to be gay, but I still had trouble with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it happened the way it needed to happen for me. Yeah. And I'm happy with it. That's fair. If you could send like one message out there, if you like knew that there was someone who was in the same position you were in struggling, what would you say to them? It's hard because it's obviously it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But like, don't rush into it if you're not ready. Like, make sure you're in a safe space because not everyone is. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with people who love you and you'll be fine. Like everything turns out, not everything, but <laughs> it does get better for sure. Like every day, I feel like I become more and more myself and comfortable with who I am. Mm-hmm. And ever since coming out, that's when it started happening. Mm-hmm. Some of the internalized homophobia I had when I was younger was like, guys wearing nail polish. I was like, that looks so dumb. Why would you do that? Like, mm-hmm. That's, and that's also my heteronormative stuff. Nail polish is for women kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then now, then I like grow up and you're like, no, 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 that's, you like re-educate yourself every day kind of thing. Yeah, like, Totally. And then there was a point where, like, I tried it. And I, like, put it on there. And I was like, oh, look at my hands. Like, no, my fingernails look funny with me. <laughs> I, like, love the look of it. Never going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And then I, like, went for, then I was going for, like, when I used to work at my last job, there was this woman that was a lesbian and this other woman that I worked with. And we would go days and days, pedis, okay. whatever. So we'd go for ped- pedicure manicures. They would get both. And I would just generally get pedicures or whatever. And I was getting my toenails painted every time. But, like. Five years ago, Warren probably wouldn't have done that. Mm. It's it's like, no, no, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I think it's figuring out like, and I'm not this, I'm not speaking this onto you. I'm speaking this from my own different journeys of becoming more about me. It's figuring out like, just because you fit this title doesn't mean you have to like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just because you've now come out as gay does not mean you have to now want to wear nail polish or wear rainbows or like you don't have to do all of those things you are you regardless of the other things that are part of you you know what I mean that and I think that's probably part of it is trying to figure out which ones are actually ones you don't want and which ones are ones you do but you rejected before because there was a stereotype that you had placed on them that wasn't okay yeah I'm guessing yeah and I'm just saying that not for myself for my own different things but totally I can see that yeah yeah that makes sense do you feel like you have anything else that you want to add about like your story and your journey to that? I'm sure there's lots. Mostly just funny stories I think of. What's a funny story? What's the first one that's coming to your mind right now? First real date I went on with a guy was in Lethbridge. Okay. And How did it come about? Let's start there. How did the first real date? So my friend was going to school in Lethbridge and her roommate, their roommate was found out that like they told him that I was gay. And so the roommate was like, oh, I know the perfect person for them. 
and without knowing anything about you i knew that i went to high school with him as well oh okay, okay. yeah and so i was like ah. they <laughs> set okay. us up on a date and so i was like getting sick and i thought it was just like a cold back in the day when you would do anything when you had a cold and so like i had to i finished work and was driving out to lethbridge and my throat was on fire and i was like this is brutal and anyways went out there we went out for a tea date and then really you, and nice this, you and this blind date yeah okay really nice person but like not much chemistry there kind of mm-hmm. thing. and then date ended and didn't end up kissing him because i was like no no like i'm getting really sick i don't want to potentially whatever mm-hmm. so nothing ended up happening whatever went home woke up the next day throat was just like destroyed couldn't do anything went to the doctor and turned out i had strep throat mm. and i was like good thing I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're welcome because <laughs> they were like in theater so it's like, mm-hmm. that's what they do but yeah it was one of those moments where it's like once you come out people do funny things around you you've mm-hmm. noticed so like one of them is oh if you're single oh i know the perfect person for you and it's like no you just know one gay person and you met another one and now you think they're meant for each other totally yeah and it happens all the time it would be like i know somebody versus i know the perfect person for yeah. you. you know what i mean like that's two different things that's because you would do i know somebody to any single friend yeah. male or female but i know the perfect person for you just yeah. because they're also gay is very different yeah. sorry keep and, no, it's, and they're like well they both like theater and i was like well yeah but there, need, there needs to be more <laughs> Do you and your spouse both like pizza? Yeah. And, right. Is that enough? Yeah. But it's all it's just funny stories like that of happening over time where it's like I was at Boston Pizza in High River one time and sitting with a couple of friends and then a couple of other friends joined that I'd never met before. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like, Oh, you're gay. And I was like, Yeah. He's like, Oh, cool. And then proceeds to tell me a story about someone he knows is gay. And then he was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I shared that. <laughs> and like, it's funny, but it's like looking back, it's like, well, obviously, to show that he's okay with mm-hmm. it, you know, time or like not in the time, but like when there are people out there who aren't kind of thing. So like, yeah. People want to show that they are supportive, but they always do it in funny ways. So yeah. Like, as the person who accuses them all the time, you're just like, I know what you're doing right now. And it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to prove anything to me. Yeah. I feel like it, just being on the other side of that, because I know I've been there that could not, not you specifically, obviously I was fine with you, but like when you know, someone doesn't know and they, they say that kind of stuff to you. And obviously you're aware that if you just continue to hang out with this person, it's obvious that you're fine with it. Yeah. But I feel like on the other side, when someone tells you that you want, you, you assume that there's a possible like anxiety around them sharing that information with you which there very well might not be they probably don't care especially at a certain point but you don't know where they are in their journey and so then you just want to be like it's cool like you know like that's cool I'm good with it so that you're trying to relieve the anxiety you are assuming is there but it's probably not actually there yeah I'm just saying that's probably like I can see like from my side of it like why you would do that totally yeah and it's just you want to make sure that they feel welcomed around you yeah accepted it's like you're trying to show that in some way but it's, yeah, like you said, for me nowadays, coming out is nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. Like, I just. Just who you are. Yeah, Corey and I will, will hold hands, kind of, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, that doesn't, I'm not worried about anything like that. But definitely back in the day, it was, I was more standoffish a bit about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely had more anxiety about coming out. Yeah. Then. I've talked to my, my girlfriend about this, and she, she says the same thing. But I also think, like, 
I think that happens with other things too. It's just not the same. Like it's not, it's definitely not the same kind of people trying to prove themselves and then being okay with it. Right. And this is not, I'm not even kind of saying this is the same, but like when I hear like from a mom, as example, like I hear a mom saying like, oh yeah, I still breastfeed my over one year old. And you can see there's a sense of like, are you going to be okay with that? Yeah. And they say that. And you just being like, yeah, good, good for you, cool. And then they're like, oh, okay. And then, so you can see it. So I think it's the same, not the same thing, but a similar, yeah. like just trying to, but it's just unnecessary, right? Yeah. Obviously you're fine with it because you're still hanging around with them. Yeah. What was it like in terms of the first time you went on a date with a male? I know you didn't have like a massive dating history before, but did you find that you were like more comfortable going into it or more nervous going into it or versus any dates you've been on with females prior? Well, I never really went on any dates with females. Okay. Well, I was another one that I always dated in high school, but I don't, we both just did it because everyone kind of assumed that's what we were doing. So we were like, this is what we must do then. But obviously that wasn't right for either of us. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have any experience there. I'm a, they call it a gold star gay. Why do they call it a gold star gay? Because I haven't kissed a girl or anything like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Platinum is when you are C-section and you've never touched a vagina in your life. <laughs> Glad to share this with you. Start dating your current spouse. Yeah. Or any other spouse. When they find this out, do they like to you? Are they like, oh, you're a gold star? Uh but yeah, it's definitely come up in conversation for sure. Like everyone, every, like not everyone in the community, but most people in the community know of it. And so, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Only because I know you've shared other like random labels for things that are more in the gay community that when you're not in that community, yeah. you don't know about with me. I can't really think of any right now, but that's really funny. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> to vagina. Yeah. A platinum. Do you know any platinums? I feel like yes. None that I can, like, no friends that I can think of. I've definitely met them in passing. People who just know since day one kind of thing. And obviously were born. Because you were so, like, as you put it, internally homophobic. Do you know what made it that you never chose to date a female? Like, why that happened? Uh, Just no interest. Mm. I think is like, looking back at it, it was just, like, there's, like, I did it because I thought that's what I needed to do. But then with them, it was, like, there was no interest and I never wanted to do anything. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to kiss them for sure. Yeah. Holding hands was whatever because it's holding hands. Yeah, you do it with anybody. But yeah. So I started going on actual like full on dates after that coffee day one. I think that was like my full first full one. And then there wasn't really any until I dated my first ex. And that was like, we went on a date together and ended up dating for a year and a bit or something like that. I'm still laughing about the plan. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's fantastic. It I is. love it. Yeah. There's a lot of things in that world. But yeah, they were my first one that I like started dating really. And not my first kiss, but first person I ever slept with and stuff. And so it just felt more natural going back to like your original question about it of like difference. It was like it just felt I wanted to do it kind of thing. Sounds like my explanation to dad was like bang on, except yeah. for the fact that you didn't actually kiss a girl. Yeah. Is that a question that comes up in dating when you first started like dating men that they ever asked? Like, so did you ever kiss girls before you came out? Um, not so bluntly, but definitely questions are asked about coming out. I only say that because I know like in dating as a straight person, like same thing, it doesn't come out as a, as a straight up question, 
but they're you know you eventually get the like so have you ever like fooled around with another girl or like you know like it doesn't come out that way but yeah trying to like explore your exploratory past whether something's happened or not so yeah that definitely is um the conversation that happens like with Corey now we've definitely I think it was like our second date Mm. start talking about like our coming out experience and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I think with some of that stuff gay men at least that I've experienced are a lot more open about that kind of information with Mm -hmm. each other just Mm -hmm. because a lot of them not a lot of them but um there tends to be a lot more of an open sense in sexuality and stuff like that with Mm -hmm. them unless you're bisexual for some reason and then you get ignored by the whole community really Mm -hmm. why oh my god would love to tell you but you don't know if you're like there's a lot of things in the gay community where it's like you're out if they're looking out at it they're all like oh we want acceptance mm-hmm. we want to be accepted by everyone but then you go into it and it's so it's divided. like that with everything yeah. every community that exists they're like we accept everybody except you like there's always this except you and it's just absurd yeah sorry no that's fine I don't remember what I was going with that story, but yeah, inside of it, it's super like divided and stuff, and it's ridiculous. And... What do people say like about it? You know, well, like for so for bi people who are bi, it's like if so, someone who identifies as a man is dating someone who identifies as a man, you're gay. People are like this, you're not bi, you're gay. But then if they start dating someone that's a female, they say, well, now you're straight. So it's like, well, that's if so I'm unfair. monogamous, I can't date both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So how am I supposed to identify? by if you tell me that if I'm dating someone of either the same or opposite gender that I'm one or the other yeah I can still be equally as attracted to both to both genders and want the same sexual experiences with both genders yeah but only commit to one yeah and it's like as a gay man I'm in a monogamous relationship and it's not like I'm looking at I'm not looking at other men like Mm -hmm. I'm not just all of a sudden no this is the only attractive man in my life no one else is now yeah. Like you still look around and see attractive people. Yeah. You. When you're bi, the world is just way more open. <laughs> yeah. Like really bi people have it because it's way more open. I mean, obviously I know they have their whole overcoming of things, but yeah, the world's way more open. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, actually I know a girl, I don't know her really well, but she's bi and she's married to a man mm-hmm. and she very much feels whenever people, she tells people that, that she gets rejected because they're like, well, you're married to a man. And yeah. she's like, that, that doesn't, mean that I'm not equally as physically attracted to females yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah so it just happens to be who I fell in love with yeah right that's so, the thing mm-hmm. that's unfortunate that even inside the community that's supposed to I mean the whole community should be welcoming and opening except of it all but inside the community that is supposed to be supposed to be the safe one right there's still a rejection of it yeah that's unfortunate yeah do you feel like you found like if you met somebody who was not who was gay not part of that community like hadn't immersed themselves in it do you feel like you would encourage someone to because you gained more from it or do you feel like it's just I wouldn't even say that I'm a big part of that community like we talk about this all the time where we're like we need more we not need more we would like more gay friends Mm. it's obviously we love our friends and going out with them and hanging out with them is amazing and always have a great time Mm -hmm. but you do recognize that you are a bit of an odd one out in your group uh, when everyone else is straight kind of thing do you mind if I ask why like what uh I don't know I don't necessarily know like it's not something that we ever actively think about but then it's just like you just want to be sometimes you just want to be around people who maybe have the same experience as this mm. 
in some sense, right? Mm -hmm. In Calgary, I've always found it's a pretty progressive city for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like never really experienced much myself, fortunately. But like if you go to the straight bars with our friends, yeah, we are touchy people, touchy stuff, each other and like hey, like rub our backs or rub our arms or something like that. Hold hands. Like you and Corey. Yeah. Yeah. But like we won't necessarily always kiss or show much more affection than that. Mm. But if we're around more queer people with us, you feel a bit more relaxed because mm. we are around like-minded people where not that our friends would ever say anything. Yeah. Okay. It's out it's outside out, your friend yeah. group that you think about. Yeah. And versus... so if you're in with your group. Kind of like strength in numbers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's interesting because I remember I had not the same, but I had a friend and he was Asian. And this was way back before I had kids and we'd go to bars and party and we would go to ranchmen's all the time. And he'd be like, I really don't like going there. Like, I always feel like I'm the only Asian in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, you're not the only Asian in there. Like, it's fine. Just come. And sometimes he would come, but most of the time he wouldn't. And he just felt really out of place. And I was like, I just don't understand it. And then one time I went up to the Northeast and I went into an Indian restaurant to, or a uh, store to buy something because AJ loves Indian food. And I walked in there and it was, I was the only white person in there. And I was like, oh, I see what he's saying. Yeah. I understand. It's not like you're, you're being judged or anything's happening to you. It's just suddenly you realize that you are the only different person, mm-hmm. you know, and being white, you're so privileged to not have that experience. So for you as a white male, it's not an obvious thing until you're with your spouse. Yeah. Right. And so you, it's very, and so I, I can see that. Like if you're sitting at a group of friends, it's like boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, and then boy, boy. And you're just wondering what's going on with the outside world. Like, are people like, oh, look, there's the gay couple over there. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But it's also like little things you can feel like if you go to a restaurant or whatever, and it's like boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, boy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like when the server comes to bring the bills, it's like, okay, so like together kind of thing or whatever, or and then separate, like you get outed because it's like, oh, you do want your bills separate, separate Mm. kind of thing. Like, it's not obviously a big deal. It's just like, no, no, together, please. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those little things that happen multiple Mm -hmm. times where it just you just wish they could say you're together instead of assuming you're not together yeah you know what it's funny and this is not on topic of coming out or gay or anything like that but there's so many things that we actually there's a book i'm reading right now called untamed and it's really good there's this part i was just reading and she was she's just talking about like these these titles we put on something like that that being soft is feminine and being strong is masculine and like all these things and even right now, my middle son is constantly saying, like, I'm going to do a girl's voice. And I'm like, it's not a girl's voice. It's a high voice. There's yeah. high pitched voices. and There's low pitched voices. Boys and girls can have any type of voices. And so it's like constantly trying to remind him, like, that's not a girl's voice. It's a high pitched voice. Like you were saying, like, it's just this person is just assuming that you're not together. Yeah. And to them, it feels safer. I'm assuming to assume you're not together than to assume you're together. And it's like all these things that we put in our brain and we've put into these these pockets because society's told us to put them into these pockets and they just aren't that way. Yeah. You know, even like me being out with the kids, if I run into another female with her kids, I ask, and I've, I've caught myself on this and I aim to fix it, but I used to always ask, are you at home? Like, do you stay home with the kids? And that was my question. Mm-hmm. And I realized if I ran into a man who was out with the kids, I would say, do you have the day off? And I'm like, that's not a fair assumption to make. Yeah. Like. I should be asking the exact same question to either gender, regardless, like yeah. it shouldn't matter. Yeah. And so there's all these little things, right. That are little questions like that and little statements. And you don't, unless you're being hyper aware of how you're making these differences, you'll keep doing it. And you don't realize the hurt that you can cause. You're just saying it one time yeah. innocently, 
but they're hearing it over and over and over and over and over again, right? Do you have anything that you would like to add about this whole journey or to say to, to people going through a similar journey or to say about anything? Just that coming out was probably the best thing I could have done. I was not a happy person before coming out, at least to myself, was a real start of like being happy. Just because you were being honest with who you were, you think? Yeah. Well, it's exhausting when you're Mm -hmm. constantly battling yourself every Mm -hmm. day, your own thoughts, like not even things that are happening, just thoughts that are in your head and you're constantly battling in your head to make yourself a different person. You're spending all your energy to do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Be honest with who you are. Easier said than done for sure. But. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Especially if being honest with who you are is entirely different from how society sees you and what you think is, especially like in your mind, what you thought was okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks here. for having me. Say goodbye. Adios. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Please feel free to find us on our Instagram page at thehappysoul.podcast and share with us your biggest takeaway from today's episode. We can't wait to see you again next time on The Happy Soul Podcast. With love, Sammy and Melissa. Bye.